What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Dissect That Film Slice of TV, where we sit down and we talk about our favorite TV shows that are happening right now, or even ones we, that maybe have been out for a while. But today we're talking about episode two of Marvel Studios' newest show, Moon Knight. This episode was definitely a, a, a little bit of a different turn than what we got in episode one. We, we definitely got more Steven. We got... Um, a lot more Mark, and we got to see some uh, really cool, f uh, d cooler effects. The effects were still kind of wonky in this episode, and I feel like they're not really going to get crazy better. Um, but overall, I enjoyed the heck out of this episode, and I am looking forward to where this is going. The episode, of course, is called Summon the Suit, which we get to see a couple in this episode. Now, if, if you're new to this show, we do spoilers. Um, I'm going to try to go over the things that I liked and I disliked about the episode before I get into spoilers. And then I'll let you guys know when I get into spoilers and you know, you can stop, go watch the episode, come back and finish watching when you're good and ready. So yeah, today it was, uh, uh, this was an episode that really, there was a lot more um, action. Uh, there was, a lot more backstory. You know, we got to learn more about Mark. We got to learn more about Khonshu, who is the the moon god uh, that Mark has kind of a, you know, that that's where Mark gets his powers to become Moon Knight. And we get to hear more from uh, Ethan Hawke's character, Harrow, or Harrow, however you say it. It's all very interesting. It's all very intriguing. We get to meet, uh, also get to meet Layla in person. Um, she was just a voice on a phone in episode one, so to be able to see her in person to kind of get her backstory and what she's you know up to and what her relationship is with Mark, because Stephen is clueless. He has no idea what the hell's going on in his life. He's just kind of thrust into this. Now, the thing is, is like the thing that confuses me about this show is like where was Stephen the whole time? So Mark is how long has Mark been Moon Knight? How long you know we had Mark was a, a mercenary. He was doing things outside of Steven. How long has Steven been around for? Or, and like, how does Steven not, does Steven not know, like, what happens to him when they kind of switch? Um, because pretty much what has to happen is the host has to kind of give up his body to the other, you know, to the avatar, as they would say in the show. And, it's just kind of, I'd like to know like what the history is behind these two, these two characters because in, you know, in retrospect, they're the same person, but they're not, they're two completely different people. You know, the thing that really um, pulls you in is the fact that like, they don't just, you know, you have Steven and he doesn't know what the hell's going on. And Mark is, you know, in the, in the mirrors, he's, he's kind of projecting himself, you know, let me, you know, give me control. Let me say, you know, let me, you know, save people and all that. And, and Steven's very reluctant because he's, he just doesn't know what the hell's going on. He just thinks he's having like a mental breakdown and, you know, he's discovering things. He's willing to turn himself in just to kind of make this all go away. It's very intriguing. Um, Oscar Isaac sells it as both Steven and Mark, you know, uh, with the, you know, pretty much like the fact that it doesn't matter how much he's being persuaded, uh, persuaded to, 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 you know, to 
say, oh no, this is all a ruse. This is this is just Mark playing a game. No, this is like this is a real disorder. This is really something going on where these are two different people, two different lives, two different personalities, and it's trying to figure out how to coexist and also um you know go through with what Mark has to do in his life. Overall, I love it. Ethan Hawk is phenomenal as Haro. He's just so like he's just so soft spoken, and and that's what's terrifying. And the fact we you know when we talked uh, last week, there was the opening scene of the show of him putting the glass in his shoes, and the fact that like every time, you know, Stephen or Mark, well, mostly it was Stephen uh, was around his character. He's walking. You can hear the glass in his shoes. He's always walking around with glass uh, in his sandals, and you can always hear him every time. Even when he's talking, you can hear the slight crunching, and it's just like very, very weird. Um, we do get some uh, comedic moments because it's Marvel. And, you know, you got to have those comedic moments where, um, you know, where, th- you know, the, the events of the first episode happened and there's kind of no proof. And it's a, it's one of those things where it's like Steven just, you know, makes it out like Steven's crazy. And that's what he thinks he is. He thinks he's just, something is going on inside his head and he needs to figure it out. And, you know, he's talking to kind of himself in the mirror with this, you know, with an American accent and all that stuff. And he's just, what is what is happening? Get out of my head. This is I, I don't want this life. And even when people are being thrown back into his life, at least Mark's life, and Stephen has no idea who they are. It's like I'm not him. I'm this person. I'm Stephen. It doesn't matter what you say to me. I'm Stephen. And it lasts a long time in this episode, where kind of at a point you're like, come on, Stephen, just give it to him. Come on, man, just give it to him. And eventually he does. All right, we're gonna we're gonna hop into some spoilers right now. Uh, I figured, you know, it's for people who do these type of shows and don't like and can do like 25, 30 minutes of non spoilers. Bravo to you. I just want to hop into spoilers. So if you haven't seen episode two of Moon Knight, make sure to go watch it and then come back and finish watching this because I'm gonna spoil the shit out of it. So yeah, so this episode um, pretty much opens up to you know, Stephen waking up in his bed and him kind of like rushing out of bed. And of course he's chained to his bed and just everything is just kind of, it's like a whirlwind. He wakes up, he goes to his job and, um, you know, every, from the events that happened in the prior episode, he runs into the, the security guard and he's like, dude, let me show you something. Let's watch the security video. Let's see what's going on and I'll prove it to you, man. You're going to, it's going to blow your mind. And then the, the security guard pulls up this, the, the footage and there's nothing. It just shows Steven kind of running around the museum, almost breaking stuff and tripping and all that. And it's just like, well, yep, I guess I'm, I'm crazy. I guess this is just, you know, this is, I don't know what's happening until, um, he walks out of the bathroom and he looks up at the camera and he, and it's that that look on, you know, on Oscar Isaac's face and that really puts it out there that, that ain't, that ain't Steven. That's, that's Mark. So of course he gets fired from his job because the security cameras just show him in there. And I love it. I think he's dealing with like, uh, human resources and they're being, they're trying to be very supportive because, you know, they're like, okay, he's having a mental breakdown. He's, there's clearly something going on with him. We need to get him some help. And 
you know, and, and Steven's kind of all on board with it. He's like, yep, yep, I, yep, I probably should do all those things you just said and, 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 and carry on. And I, I really like this HR character who is, you know, he's, he's, he's doing a good job with, you know, being supportive to this person who kind of, you know, did a lot of damage and should be, you know, getting, you know, go to jail, you know, and all that stuff. But he's very like, the museum's not pressing charges. You know, we want to get you help, you know, and this, and he even says it's like, this might be the HR um, in me, but, you know, we're here. It was either we're here for you or, um, you know, you're not alone. That was it. It was, you're not alone, which I was like, okay, that's cool. I'm glad that they kind of gave, you know, this kind of throwaway. I mean, it was kind of a throwaway character, but they gave this HR character like, you know, a heart, <laughs> even, you know, if it's something he's, he has to say, um, he does it with kind of that, with that confidence and that, um, that generous, you know, the, the genuine, you know, feedback to Steven to kind of be like, Hey, yeah, he needs to go get some help. But instead of being rude about it, he's really cool. And Steven is all on board. He then I believe he goes to he tries to find the the locker that's that's Marks because he has the key and he has the phone. So he's traveling around um, London trying to find this storage unit, and he finally finds it because he want, runs into a guy who's like, "Yeah, I recognize you," but of course it wasn't him. He, they go to the the uh, the storage locker, and it's like a cot, and he's got like bags of money and passports and you know stuff like that, and. I love. I like the. I always like the conversations between Mark and Steven and the fact of like, in reality, if you think about it, like the behind the scenes of this, it's got to be pretty funny. Like, did Oscar Isaac just stare at a mirror and just kind of talk to himself and kind of have to like play that back and forth? I thought that was really cool. Always, always intrigued with that. So Steven is kind of like, you know what? This is crazy. You're crazy. I'm crazy. I need to, I'm just going to run away. I'm going to, I'm going to take this stuff. I'm going to turn myself in. They're going to, they're going to lock me up and uh, I'll escape from you. And Steven's like, not a good idea. So he, you know, tries to run away and that's when Kanchu shows up. Now, when we saw him in the first episode, I don't know. I don't remember if he, they say his name in the first episode. I'm even, I'm, I'm, I might've even talked about it in the, in the, the, you know, when I, reviewed the first episode of the show but yeah Kanchu shows up and in I love the shots of him in like where it's like the darkness and like lights are turning on and like he gets really close and stuff like that those are really eerie there are other shots of him in this episode that are kind of like they kind of throw me off and as much as I love the voice of F. Murray Abraham uh, I do not like him as the voice of Kanchu I feel like there should have been he's not as like this character is supposed to be very um, intimidating and kind of scary in a way. And he kind of doesn't put that vibe off for me. Like I was kind of thrown, like when you hear him in the first episode, I'm like, all right, this isn't too bad. But then you start seeing him and you see Khonshu and he's talking. I mean, he doesn't, the way that the character is designed you know, there's no lips. You don't, you know, you don't get to see a face. He has like this long bird face, um, but he's like a massive man. He's got this huge staff. He's got the, 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 the crescent moon on his chest. 
but he kind of throws it off with the voice. And yeah, I think that's my my gripe with this show is is the fact of like I feel like you could have gotten somebody like I feel like if you're playing an Egyptian god, maybe get somebody of that origin. Um, somebody, you know, of that origin who is a very like just rough, like it just has that like rough voice, you know, somebody who's very, who can kind of put that scared, like, holy shit, I'm not going to mess with that guy. But, you know, ain't going to change now. So I guess I have to get used to it. I think it's just, it just kind of throws me off, especially the way that you see this character in this episode. It's just like, eh. all right, we'll, we'll keep going. So, Steve, you know, Steven runs into uh, Kanshu. And then he goes home, or he runs away, and then he runs into Layla. Now, and then, you know, she's like, she thinks it's Mark, because she knows Mark. She doesn't know Steven. So she's like, why are you talking like that? Why are you acting like that? Why are you doing this and that? And then she put, you know, she puts out there that uh, she's his wife. And you're like, oh, shit. And even Steven's like, I have a wife? (laughs) He's like, kind of, he's kind of like happy about it. And they go back to his house and he's, he's just like, I'm not Mark. Like I'm Steven, you know, this is my mom's flat. You know, I, I live here with my fish. Um, and I don't really, you know, cool. I cool. Like, I don't know what you want from me. And, you know, she states that, um, Mark wants, you know, Mark wanted a divorce because he wanted to protect her. And Steven's like, I love the, there's the line where Steven's like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't divorce you. And I thought that was a really cool line that uh, uh, kind of, you know, showing the vulnerability of Steven and just how kind of desperate he is for love. And in his situation, he doesn't really know what to do. Um, and I love like the, the fact of Steven wants to show her the scarab, which is the, the thing that Haro has been looking for. And, you know, Mark's in the mirror telling him, don't do it, don't do it. And then she finds it. And then you find out that she found it with Mark, like on these expeditions, they used to go on adventures and stuff. And she knows about the suit, which you know what it is when she says it. Um, so she knows that Mark turns into Moon Knight. And Steven is just like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what's happening. Like, but then two cops show up. At least I think they're cops. Um, and they come to question Mark. And in reality, they work for Haro. And they're trying to find the Scarab. And they find the Mark Spector passports and the money and the stuff like that. So they bring him, they bring Mark to, or sorry, well, I guess in reality. They bring Steven to Haro. And to be honest, this was probably my favorite. I love kind of, like a lot of people will be like, I don't like this, you know, information dump of everything, but this kind of like for the conversation between Haro and Steven about Khonshu, about how Mark is an avatar for Khonshu because Khonshu saved his life. He was on the verge of death and Khonshu kind of made a, made a deal with uh, Mark that he would do these deeds for him and he would, you know, keep him alive. And you find out that Haro was the pride, like you found out, find out that Haro was the Moon Knight before Mark, or you know, if if that was what he turned into, I'm not sure how. Um, they really don't explain that. Um, 
to the full degree that you would think when it comes to um, the story. But um, yeah, you find out Haro was a was the Avatar before Mark, and I I do I do like the the fact of like Kanchu. So Kanchu can only be seen by Mark or Steven. Um, it's kind of you know that spiritual thing, and like anything that is summoned um, can only be seen by Mark or Steven, which is interesting. Um, so you have Kanchu kind of as Steven and uh, Haro are talking. You have Kanchu kind of like all over the place. He's like back in the balcony and stuff, and he's like say you know he's kind of like talking shit and um and he's throw and he can like physically move so it's like you know when you watch a, a movie about ghosts like things are being thrown around but you can't see what's happening and you know i love haro just kind of reacting to it like you know throws a temper tantrum like a two-year-old and he pretty much knows like everything that country's saying and uh and even steven's like can you can you hear him <laughs> And and then the kind of the conversation kind of flips on its head because um, Haro is kind of like, all right, I need the scarab, and he's like, I don't have the scarab. Sorry, don't know what you're talking. Don't you know? I don't know what to do for you. And you think Stephen is in rough shape until Layla comes in and is like, yep, I got it. And that's when all hell breaks loose because they they run away and. Haro uses the the staff that has a slim uh, is like he says has a sliver of power uh, from Ahmet, and he like uses it to summon this jackal, which is the same creature that you see in the ep- first episode, um, and only Stephen can see it, and you know he's I love the situations they're in. He's like I'm gonna die in him. They like run into this area. It's got a bunch of sarcophagi and and stuff like that. And it's like I'm gonna die in a in a. I say it was like a crazy magician's like lair or something, which was a, a, I thought that gave me a chuckle. And he gets knocked out the window by the jackal. And you know Mark or yeah Mark is like summon the suit. And so he summons. So Steven summons the suit after he bounces off of a few poles as I'm like, oh, I figured he'd probably be dead. But I guess that's not how it works. And he summons the, the, I don't know what the name of it is, but it's the suit. It's the, the nice, you know, suit. It's not the, the typical Moon Knight suit with the cape and stuff. This one is like a legit suit and he's wearing the Moon Knight mask and stuff like that. So that's Steven's suit, I guess. And Steven's like, oh man, I look really cool. And it really does look cool. I really like this this look um, uh, uh, for Moon Knight. And he tries to take on the Jackal himself and it's just not working. And of course, like, St- uh, Steven can see it, but like she can't, but the, the Jackal's interacting with things. So like you're just seeing him getting thrown around by nothing. It's kind of like watching uh, The Invisible Man with, uh, oh man, um, Elizabeth Moss. And she's just getting picked up and thrown around, but you can't see what's actually doing it to her. It was kind of in that same vein. Even like Layla's getting attacked by it and and all that. And it's it's kind of it, it's cool in a way, but it's also kind of it's weird. Like visually, it's kind of weird in certain spots where I was like, okay, all right. When is Steven gonna go away? I think that was like as much as like I feel the Steven character is intricate. Intrical, sorry. English is hard for me. I'm sorry. And I've been speaking it for 30 years. Um, you know, Steven is a very 
integral part of the story. But after a while, you're just like, can just Mark be here, please? And just finish this, please. Like, can we get more Mark, please? And, you know, that's when he, you know, after getting his ass kicked a few times by this jackal, that's when Mark shows up. He gives, you know, Stephen has to relinquish his body to to Mark and Mark turns into the the Moon Knight we all know with the cape, the the hood and all that. And this is where the visuals just get weird again. I don't I, I don't know, man. I think so for me, it's the it's definitely the story. I definitely want to know what's going on. The performances from the, you know, from Oscar Isaac, from Ethan Hawke. Uh, let me I can't remember what this actress's name. May Kala Maui. Uh, I thought she was she was really good. The. Those things are keeping me in this show. It's the visuals that are just like, what, what did what happened here? Did the budget. Like what what was going on with the budget? I'm not sure what the budget is on this show, but it seems a little crazy that the visuals are kind of jarring for a 2022 Marvel Studios project. You know, with the the shows that we had from Marvel on Disney Plus prior to this, the visuals were so much better and it's like the visuals just seemed very jarring in this. Like, to be honest, the Jackal really didn't look great. When Moon Knight is, like, jumping around, you know, when he's, like, scaling buildings and jumping around, because, you know, kind of looking like Batman, uh, he it just doesn't look fluid. It, it looks cartoonish, and it's kind of, like, weird. There was one scene where he's, like, running across the, uh, a rooftop, and it was like, okay, that looks good, because it looks like it, it, it... I think it was, like, an actual person running. And then it would get to the CG parts, and you're like... Oh man, they really need to darken this just a little bit. Even though this scene takes place at night, I was still I don't know. I I hope I say I hope it gets better, but to be honest, I feel like the visuals are just going to be consistent throughout this whole show. We're not really going to it's not going to be a jump, so I hope the visuals really don't um scar this where we're not going to get a Moon Knight season 2 if that's even possible. I mean, we're only two episodes in the show. We don't even know how this is going to end, but I really hope that the budget goes up a little bit just for visuals for season two, whenever, you know, that may be. Um, it just, man, it throws me off, especially like, you know, people were given a lot of um, crap to Halo with the way the visuals looked in Halo. And it's like, to be honest, Halo's visuals kind of look better than this. I mean, they actually do look better than this. They st- there's certain aesthetics that kind of look the same, but it's like Mar. The visuals for a Marvel show should be so much higher, even if it is a TV show. Like I said, I don't know the budget. I don't know what happened. I don't know what's going on with it, but that's literally my only gripe. The story and the actors and the performances from these actors, that's what's keeping me uh, in this show. Even if the visuals aren't, uh, you know, what I expect from a Marvel project, this show is a lot of fun. I'm having a great time with it. I can't wait to see um, what, you know, how this continues. Um, so yeah, I, actually I didn't even finish what we were talking about. We were talking about what was going on. So, you know, Mark takes control and pretty much, you know, he lures the jackal and kills it. And then you get this really, um, you get this good conversation between Steven and Mark where Steven is now Steven is the one in the mirror and he is, you know, very confused. And Mark's like, listen, you know, you just do these things. Everything's going to be okay. You know, once I complete my duties, uh, you'll never see or hear from me again. 
and Steven is trying to get the body back and Mark's like, well, somehow the host, you know, is, is stronger now. So, you know, good luck trying to get your body back. It's not going to happen. And yeah. And he destroys the mirror with Steven in it. And then Conchu kind of is like, you're weak. I thought you said you had it under this control, had all this under control. And he's like, I'm going to have it under control. Don't you worry. He's like, yeah, okay. And Kanju kind of comes off like he's not a great person. Like he kind of, I mean, he's, he has control over Mark. And then I guess like once Mark decides he doesn't want to be Moon Knight anymore, Kanju goes and finds another host or another avatar, as I should say. And I guess the one that he's looking at is Layla. So, yeah. And then it all ends with them traveling. Um, they wake up in a in a hotel room and they're in Egypt because he opens up the window and you see the pyramids in the back. And that's it. That's episode two of Moon Knight Summon the Suit. If you watched this episode, did you like it? What did you know? What were your pros and cons? And do you agree with me when it comes to the visuals? Is it jarring to you? Do you even give a shit? That's fine. Leave a comment down below and make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel uh, and give us a thumbs up. That'd be great. If you listen on podcast services, make sure to rate us anywhere you listen to us. So if you listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the new app, Good Pods, make sure to leave us five stars if you enjoyed it. And uh, if you can leave a review, always appreciate it. Would love to read uh, more reviews from um, all you amazing viewers out there. Uh, episode one performed, you know, really good. I'm very excited to to do this show and uh, keep on making more content. So tomorrow, episode 49 of the podcast will be out where we talk about one of my favorite movies of all time, The Dark Knight. And then we'll be back for another episode of Slice of TV when we talk when me and my friend Andrew Shoning sit down and talk about episode three of Halo. So until next time, I'm Brett Parker. This is Dissect That Film Slice of TV, and you all have a wonderful day. Bye.